Now you should listen to this because this concerns you. I'm ahead of my time, sometimes years out, so the powers that be won't let me get my ideas out. Phase one in which Doris gets her own. You'll have to speak up, I'm wearing a towel. Welcome to the Emilio Podcast, an accidental exploration of music, movies, pop culture, and other juicy topics that make your brains tingle. Welcome to the uh, I've Had Enough, Emilio <laughs> is officially overrated, uh, Emilio. And uh, to clarify, it's actually not Emilio that's a little bit overrated. <laughs> it's not rated at all, in fact, at this point. It's actually underrated. <laughs> that's what I think. Yes, I'd like to be overrated one day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I aim to be overrated one day. I've never been overrated in my life. <laughs> <laughs> very nice, very nice. So... Uh, with me as always is Jen. Hello. And today we are tackling the top five, uh, I don't get it, movies. It's the top five movies that people seem to love uh, and we just, I don't understand. I I don't get it. Overrated. Yeah, and, and like to clarify, um, to say something that o- is overrated, I always find that it's kind of arrogant to say that something is overrated. And even though I throw out that term all the time, oh, it's overrated. But what I really, um, when I when it really comes down to it, when I say something is overrated, is that it's because I don't understand it. It's like, you know what? It might be great, but I personally don't get it. Please explain it to me. <laughs> okay, so. so for me, it's actually funny because for me, it's it's the opposite. It's uh, I can understand why this or. I guess what is it? like I can understand the quality, like I, I get the the artistry, I get it, whatever. But it, I just, I, it doesn't strike a chord with me at all. Like it's, I'd, ra- I'd rather not. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think we're all saying the yeah, same thing. Yeah, I guess we're yeah. yeah. Ultimately, we're on the same page. All right. Uh, so we're doing our top five. We'll we'll alternate. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, why don't you Why don't you start? Did you put them like in order? Uh, so no, this is in no particular order. Right. It's also not um, my most top five overrated of all time um that would take a long time to kind of really think about and narrow down so i just put five that i'm thinking about at the moment so it's okay. pretty topical uh, i'm gonna go from my like least um what's the word i'm working what's rated the word I'm working? no uh, the least controversial oh. <laughs> to the, <laughs> leading to the biggest fight interesting okay <laughs> so, all right um, what's your number five my number five is logan Logan. So I loved Logan. I really appreciated it. I really, um, I walked out of that movie and I was like, wow, that's a great movie. I just, it's too hard to watch. Like, <laughs> and it's not, uh, I don't know, I struggle with this because I don't want to criticize it for being depressing because a lot of and great movies. And you're also not saying it's a bad movie. Then. I'm not saying so it's, it's a bad movie. It's not a bad movie. It is not too depressing. Yeah. So I'm not saying it's a bad movie, but people were saying, so this has a 92% rating on Rotten Tomatoes, mm-hmm. um, and people were lauding this is the best superhero movie of all time, and that's why I think it's overrated. I think it was a great movie. It was a really unique, heart-wrenching movie, a lot of great acting, some issues in my opinion, but it was just, I don't know why this is, like, being celebrated as one of the best superhero movies of all time it's kind so, of different so i think it's because and we've talked about this before where i say something like dark knight is a great film that happens to have a superhero in it and that's what i think that's what i think people are looking at with logan is like this is an incredible story it's probably it's the i think it's easily the most sort of heart-wrenching dramatic superhero movie so it's a really heart-wrenching dramatic movie that happens to be about like a guy that used to be and slash kind of still is Wolverine. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's so different from, like I said, from anything. Like I, maybe the first Hulk movie, like the Ang Lee one, like there was like this sort of a tragic thing there or whatever. But this was like a, like, um, it's definitely a standout. It's an, out, it's an outlier. And I think, I think it's easy to pick the outlier 
and say, you know what, this is, yeah, this went far more, if it went, it went where no other superhero movie has gone, mm-hmm. right? I agree. And so I think because it was so outlandish, because it was so different, it immediately shot to the top. Um, and I don't think that's fair. Like Dark Knight, for example, uh, Captain America, Winter Soldier, you know, like, oh, you just made a face. <laughs> <laughs> you think it's overrated, don't you? Um, yeah, I don't know. For me, I just think it was way too overrated. Um, but that's just me. I, I do appreciate how yeah. good it was, though, because I did enjoy it. There's also, a, I guess, also the, the recency thing. Mm-hmm. So I'd like to see what people's opinions are of Logan five years from now. Yeah. Um, I think they'll be good. Yeah, I, I, I do too. I Mine think, will I be think good. it will hold up. I think, you know, whatever. Um, um, it's, I think it's the most dramatic and, and, and the most emotional, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, if it's so hard because it's, it, it's, it's like comparing like what's better, like the first Spider Man or uh, like the notebook. <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, what the hell kind of a question is that? And that's where Logan fits in. And it's funny because for me, um, I had a similar thing with the Notebook, and I, it, it almost made my top five. Where, was, where I was like, I get it. And it it's it's not a bad movie. I just I don't want to sit through that again. Like, <laughs> oh my god, like painful. Yeah, and and I think that like the the core to this whole overrated discussion is. Um, that it's good or bad or you know not that like you'd want to sit through it or not but like people lost their minds people gravitate toward it like crazy yeah yeah they lost their minds when logan came out and i was like okay that was really great and so that that uh uh differential is is the the i guess the factor that i'm measuring this overratedness against so yeah that, that's that's my five logan all right number five logan uh so my number five Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> what? Yeah, I don't. And this is where I think my list, like, I I actually kind of dislike my list. It's not like, oh, it's a good movie, but no, I, I like, I just don't get it. Like, I, I and it's not like I don't, I don't so get the comedy or whatever. It's just like, it's, to me, it feels like a really long SNL skit. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, and it, it's sort of like a, a, a one note comedy, right? And it's like, oh, this is cool for like a five minute SNL skit, but there's like, like nothing really happens and you don't really like anybody and it's just, That's it's exactly funny it. and, and, and I get it. But for me, it's, it's just too drawn out. It's way too drawn out. Um, so it, I don't. For me, it stops being funny. Like really early on, right? Like oh, okay. I, oh, it's another one of the, oh, okay, another little kind of charming, semi-funny moment. But I get to the end of it, I'm, and it's okay, I guess. No, you're right. It's pretty flat. <laughs> it's, it's very flat. It's, it's intentionally off. flat. Yeah. Like don't get me wrong. I recognize the fact that this is what they set out to do. It's it's definitely intentionally flat, but still flat. Right. You know what I mean? And so um, that's another one where it's like big pop culture thing and people love it and it's like got a cult following and whatever and it's like i i can't get that invested into this thing man <laughs> it's it's not that good i totally <laughs> i get where you're coming from so i um i, I actually watched napoleon dynamite really recently mike made me watch it and um and i totally agree like i'm with you like it, it's really dry yeah um, it's really drawn out, but I think that's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> and it is. It is. And f- as a five-minute skit drawn out for five minutes right. of, like, this really dry whatever, it would be f- it would be funny. But it, it's just like, okay, enough. But it's enough. like, after a while, it's like, try a different joke. <laughs> like, bring someone else in. Like, let me see an explosion. Yeah. <laughs> let me see something. like That's hilarious. But, uh, yeah, to me, it, it's it's an extended SNL skit. I understand. So, <laughs> And I'm a fan of SNL, so nothing wrong with an SNL skit. <laughs> okay, my four. And it's, Sorry, I, I oh, guess it, in, in keeping with that, like, if you think about, that's what doesn't, doesn't work with a lot of uh, skits based on SNL characters. Like, I don't know, like, they were a lot of the 90s, so I don't know how much you, you got a chance to see or whatever, but... Like Wayne's World was like the only one I think that worked, 
because stuff happens in the movie and and they're kind of maybe a little bit more likable or whatever but there were some other ones based on snl characters that just like you can't you can't do an hour and a half on this character it's not funny for that long did you like clerks clerks i did uh i like the second one better everyone likes the second one yeah. better. yeah the first one uh the first one I think was really different, and I guess the Napoleon Dynamite kind of is the same thing. It's different or whatever, um, but I just found the writing was better. Yeah. Like there were actual jokes, yeah, and like observations, and and like social commentary and whatever in Clerks, whereas Napoleon Dynamite is like I said, it's it's a one it's note. It's just like stupid shit for two hours. Yeah, <laughs> five minutes of that. On, on five minutes on SNL, I'm happy. Uh, okay, so you're number four. Okay, number four is um, Beauty and the Beast. So, like the the live action? No, the animated version. Oh, okay. So, uh, I might be wrong. So maybe I can fact check this after. But I think he was nominated for an Oscar. It was. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> why? Uh, so, it was fine. It was fine. It was fine. It was. It was the. It's the Disney formula and. And, okay, so the reason why I feel so strongly about Beauty and the Beast is because, like, there's the Lion King. Yeah. Like, I, I, I'm surprised. I'm with you. I'm surprised. Like, of all the Disney movies that could be nominated for Best Picture, it's not a bad one. But, like, how could you do that and not Lion King? Exactly. I don't remember. I, although, I think Lion King would have been up against, like, Pulp Fiction and oh. Forrest Gump. <laughs> uh, Fair enough. Maybe there was just nothing I that year. Shawshank, I think, was that same year, 94. Oh, jeez. So, it's tough. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Um, yeah, so, uh, that that's my main gripe. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. why, why Beauty and the Beast and not Lion King? So, it, why not Mulan? So, anyone who knows me, I, I actually don't know if you know this about me. I love Mulan. I think it's so unique. I think it's... I think the fo- the movie formula is perfect. I think it's uh, it's action packed. It's uh, it's full of heart. It teaches you. Well. It, it's just a great movie. Beauty and the Beast is just like girl falls in love with guy, yeah. ends up with guy at the end. A bunch of stuff happens in between. Yeah. Lion King is this triumphant. Lion King's amazing. Amazing. It's Hamlet, right? Essentially, yeah. Yeah. So it's this triumphant, epic story about family, about legacy about um you know finding yourself and and learning your true destiny and then beauty and the beast gets the, like gets the oscar nomination i just yeah. i think it is a little odd that's the de- that's the definition of overrated did you see the lion king musical i did oh, when i was young so good. fantastic so amazing yeah and I they really enjoyed it. like and i like they because they have songs that aren't in the movie they delve into that whole like um the legacy thing and mm-hmm. like my father lives in me and all that stuff so that's right oh yeah it's a th- you're right the story is like far superior <laughs> far superior not not just like a little bit it's just it that yeah. movie is tenfold better than beauty and the beast yeah yeah so that's cool. that's my gripe with beauty and the beast all right no di- I don't really disagree with you there <laughs> uh didn't dislike it but yeah it's not the best uh so here's our first argument i believe and that is my number four Captain America. Oh. <laughs> Why? So Captain America to me is Cyclops from X-Men. <laughs> no, he's not. Oh, he is no, he's so not. Cyclops. He's not like the pretty sad oh, guy. he is pretty and <laughs> kind of lame and like goody two-shoes. You put him next to Wolverine, Cyclops is like, you can't possibly like Cyclops. But they make then, Cyclops unlikable on purpose. Okay, well, they did a great job accidentally with <laughs> Captain America then because you put Captain America next to um, Iron, Iron Man, Man and next to, like, like richer characters that aren't, like, you know, um, just so stale and <laughs> wonderbred. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, he was, like, it's just he's too pretty. And, and I think we're also, I think, living in an age where the anti-hero is such a it's like that's what we've shifted through. That's what we love now. That's what that's a much more interesting story. I, I would argue that's always been the case. Like, um, you know, people think, always yeah, have liked Batman yeah. more than Superman. And yeah, but uh, like I, I guess in terms of movie movie culture, we've moved to towards like darker, darker 
heroes and like more and more flawed heroes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and not recently, in like the last five years, I mean, but I'm just saying like from like 30 years ago, you know, um, we, we gravitate towards those darker anti-hero type characters. And Captain America is just like, he's the guy that'll tell on you and for like, like go to those you think so? Oh, he's like a squealer. <laughs> he's a squealer. I know a squealer when I see him. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, okay. So that, I don't, that was I don't my best Heath Ledger, by the yeah. way. <laughs> Good job. I, so I don't feel strongly about this, but like, um, I, but I do disagree. So, okay. um, so in Civil War, mm-hmm. he does take the goody two-shoe side, but you see his struggle. You know what I mean? Like, he's not doing it because he's a goody two-shoe. He's doing it because his values are pure and it's a struggle for him. And like, no matter what, he sticks by them. And he does some pretty dark shit. Like, he doesn't tell... Tony about that he knows about his parents and do you know what I mean like he mm-hmm. like I, I feel like I agree like on the surface all his actions are the he's the he's the uh, the boy scout he yes was, that's the great that's the that's the term I was looking for he's the boy scout yeah Superman's the boy scout however like I think both characters they they really show how hard it is to be the boy scout you know it shows his struggle um, to stick by those he, values. He's not getting bullied. <laughs> like, <laughs> he's not, okay, he's not getting bullied, but he's losing his friends, and you I, know, you I can see it. how hard it is for him. You know, he's not. So, all that to say, um, I think we agree on like the type of character mm-hmm. he is, but I, I think that the movie does a really good job of making it feel, making him feel more relatable. Like we don't like. Yeah, the so b- yeah, he's he's probably more relatable than had they made the movie in the forties. <laughs> right. Sure. Yeah. Um, but it's relative, right? Way more relatable than he would have been if they made the movie in the forties and fifties. Mm-hmm. But so lame <laughs> yeah. compared to what we have now. Like just so lame. <laughs> <laughs> and and to your point, he's the catalyst for a lot of what happens. But I don't sympathize with him at all. Like I don't like I'm again. Even if there's like a moment of like, oh, that's kind of shitty. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, back whatever. to Iron Man like <laughs> way like, more interesting there was never a moment like so during Civil War like the entire time I remember thinking like I get your point but I also get your point yeah. I get why you feel like that but I also get why you feel like that yeah, yeah, like yeah. I never sympathize I never sympathize with um, a 2D Boy Scout character which yeah. which makes me think there's more to him yeah. However, if I knew him in real life, I'd be like, yo, like, You're so lame. Sh- stop being lame. Shut up, Cyclops. <laughs> yeah. Cyclops. That's a, that's a discussion for another day. <laughs> Mike and I always talk about how James Marsden is constantly the, the pretty guy that gets shat on by yeah. everyone. <laughs> Have you seen Westworld? Yes. Yeah. He's the yeah. pretty guy that gets shat on. <laughs> gets shat on. I like shat. This is the first usage of the word shat <laughs> in our Emilio Past history. Tense and of shit. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah, so Captain America, Captain America, the lame Boy Scout Cyclops. <laughs> <laughs> the, the lame okay, soldier. So that's my number four. Number three. Um, my number three is, um, oh, this is this is hard to say. Um, it, it's, not the, it's, it's not the one you're oh, thinking. Okay, okay. Uh, no Country for Old Men. Really? I really want to like that movie. I, like, I really, I appreciate. So what was it? So, okay, I appreciate its film craft. Okay. I appreciate that, uh, you know, I appreciate the commentary and blah, 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 all that stuff. I just don't like it. I, I don't like it. I don't get it. I, I don't get the dialogue. Like, I don't get, I don't get why people's minds are exploding over this movie. I really want someone to explain it to me. Like, for me, it was just a lot of silence mm-hmm. and a lot of beautiful sh- landscape shots, some violence. And then the end. Like, I just, I don't know why this movie gets so much accolade. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think what makes the movie work is that juxtaposition between a lot of quiet and a lot of landscape and a lot of beauty and then, like, like ugly violence. Mm-hmm. Which and, that, and that's what makes the, that, that ugly violence more shocking, more impactful. Um, it is certainly, it's not like a big action flick by any means. Uh, but I think what, what people are drawn to, and I, I'm not quite like, oh my God, love it, one of the best movies of all time. But I, I thought it was a 
I thought it was a really, really good movie. And I think it's one of those things where um, you you have to be patient with it. Uh, it's kind of like Fargo. I don't know if you've ever seen Fargo, but I've tried to watch Fargo. Yeah, it's a similar type of times. thing. You really have to be uh, patient to watch it. But if you do, there's a payoff, unlike mm-hmm. Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> um, and and the, the performances were great. Uh, everything was like uh, very very subtle. Like the villain, very subtle. the villain is so chilling because he's not over the top. He's not. He doesn't feel it. Like he's just like completely s- not even sadistic because he doesn't get anything out of cause. He's, he's just like a sociopath. Mm-hmm. He'll go and he'll kill somebody and not feel anything, and it's done. And and it's not again. Even like those the scenes where there is violence aren't like Hollywood violence. Mm-hmm. They're dry like fly on the wall like oh shit that just happened and he's just cleaning it up and yeah he didn't feel anything and so it's a different type of experience and and i mean it's it's maybe it's not for everybody um but i think that's what that's what makes it work and i think that's what people were drawn to i think that that's how people saw that movie yeah and like having so w- with all the movies that I think are overrated, I want someone to sit down next to me and explain it exactly the way you did because now I'm kind of looking back and going like, okay, like I, I get that. Like I get what they're going for now mm-hmm. and that, that makes you appreciate it more. Like it's kind of like modern art when you see mm-hmm. like a big splash of shit on the wall. You're like, <laughs> what the hell is that? And then someone explains it to you and then you appreciate it a lot more. You actually might even like it. Cool. Uh, so yeah, I, I'd love to... Uh, I'd love someone to explain No Country for Old Men as I watch it. <laughs> sure, sure. Um, and for the record, by the way, we had this same conversation about Rocky uh, yes. last week when we first started talking about doing this, Emilio. Um, and now that you've had a like a week or so to sit on the explanation. It turned a little bit, yeah. Cool. Totally. Very cool. Uh, so, yeah. So, I we're getting something out of yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> totally. It's... Uh, I have so many movies where I'm like, I don't fucking get that, but I <laughs> want to. Like, I want to understand. I need someone to explain it to me. So that's my number three, but hopefully okay. I can blast it off the list after a, a, a more informed viewing. Awesome. All right. So my number three is actually not even a film. It's a combination of two, um, what do you call it, series or two, uh, what do you call it? Saga? Two sagas. Uh, well, tri- no, like a series of films. Anyway, it's uh, the Bourne films oh. and the Bond films. Okay. I kind of stapled them together because they're, I think one is sort of a more modernized takeoff on the other one. Um, like, they're cool. I, di- I didn't dislike them the way I disliked Napoleon Dynamite. Um, but they're all, like, all, any any time, any of the Bourne movies, like, when I get to the end of the movie, I was like, yeah, it's that's pretty cool. I, I, I don't ever want to watch that again. <laughs> really? Yeah, I have no interest in watching it again. Um, That's, it's so compelling, though. But like, it's, like, think about it. Like, okay, th- deadly... I'll, I'll, I'll admit, this one is probably the one I have the least... Issue uh, with? No, no, th- the least uh, feasible or the, the least acceptable explanation for oh. my, uh, my opposition to this. Just the gut feeling? Yeah, it's <laughs> just it just didn't do anything for me. What? Yeah, uh, I think... It's a little bit gimmicky because I, I think that there's a lot of the, uh, the I would call it steady cam, but it's like shaky cam. It's shaky cam. It's shaky cam, and it's like okay, I, I get it, that's cool, but like it's shaky cam when the, he's like having coffee, <laughs> like, <it's> like <laughs> dramatic shaky cam of him tying his shoe. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, it's, like it's I feel like if you had like footage of him sleeping, it'd be shaky cam <laughs> footage of born sleeping it's because okay so the shaky cam was to give the impression of like surveillance like this is a spy film you know yeah. what I, mean? it, it no, I, I get it. it it's it's kinetic yeah energy yeah um but it, but it's it for me it feels gimmicky because they're adding it to scenes that have nothing going on <laughs> they're just talking and the camera is like shaking and trying to it trying to make it overly dramatic and to me it's and and this might be just because I was not a film student, but a student of film, and I'm like, why are why is the camera shaking? They're just talking. Nothing's happening here. Why why are they trying to pretend like something interesting is happening? Okay, so minus minus the the camera work, because uh, um, I, I, I know that's okay. that's a big gripe yeah. with uh, the Bourne series. Yeah. W- do you have an issue with uh, 
the series overall, like um, story-wise? So, I, I'll put it to you this way. I feel the same way about the Bourne movies as I feel about, like, the Triple X movies. What? <laughs> They're, like, exciting and, like, the action and whatever. Insulting. I know, but that's, like, Vin Diesel <laughs> is just about as stiff as uh, <laughs> Matt, Matt Damon. Damon. And I like Matt Damon. I just don't like him in the Bourne movies. He just really? he's he's Vin Diesel. He just Oh man. Yeah. Like and again, the action set pieces are like breathtaking. They're the amazing. Choreography the choreography like just the filmmaking is insanely good. But there's nothing in the movie that I'm like, wow, I'm I'm that's it's MSG. Maybe that's what it is. Remember, I, I told you about music, musical MSG. Yeah, it just where fades you're like, away. yeah, you're like, oh, that was really good. Um, I'm hu- I'm still hungry. Yeah. Let's listen to something else. That's what the board movies are. They're like, oh, that was really exciting. That was really cool. But there's nothing that sticks with me. There's so you don't give a shit about Matt Damon. I don't give you a don't, shit right. about <laughs> anybody in the movie. Well, I mean, I do. Like, I'm cheering for him. I'm not against him. No, like, I, don't I know, dislike but then you him. forget him. But at the end of the movie, I'm like, I don't even remember what happened to him. I'm like, fuck, whatever. I remember him jumping through the window and jumping in, and landing in the window across the other building. That I remember that looked pretty cool, but I don't remember why he jumped. <laughs> There's nothing about it that strikes a chord. And... It's the modernized version of the Bond series. Uh, and w- with Bond, it's funny because I think Bond is just outdated. And Bond, there was a time when it was fun and campy and sexist and, like, whatever. Um, <laughs> nice and, there and was sexist. And, and I was a kid, so the gadgets were cool and whatever. Um, but when you modernize Bond, I don't feel like it works. For me, it doesn't work. And, and Daniel Craig... I have no problem with that. I think he's a good actor. I think he's, I have no issue with him. Um, but he also changed the Bond mold. So where Bond came, went from being like a, an intellectual, like a, someone that'll beat you mentally and creatively and, and like what the, the gadgets were all about, he's like a tank. And he'll go in and beat the shit out of everybody. And it's like, well, that's no fun. <laughs> so, okay, so that's... And, and, and I, I'm not necessarily saying that's a, a bad thing it's just not what it was mm-hmm. because if you look at the bond uh the bond actors before him they were all like pretty slender and whatever yeah and, and it, they they relied on wit whereas he just looks like he looks like a wrestler <laughs> <laughs> sorry to cut you off you were gonna say. well okay so uh i i do agree um but that's so i like in um the the switch from pierce brosnan to um daniel craig to the Joel Schumacher Nolan switch, you know what I mean. So okay. remember, like remember those those the Batman sh- movies yeah. with the ha ha ha, like yeah. uh, riddle me this, riddle me that, and it was campy and it was fun and it was, you know, ridiculous. It, yeah. it was, uh, but that was Batman at the time, and then Nolan came in and made it gritty and you know. But that might be because the Batman character is interesting. The James Bond character, um, they've, I don't know, there's like 30 Bond movies, and <laughs> the character hasn't really developed at all. It's like... Yeah, well, see, it, it's hard, because he, he's like one of those, um, he's like one of those characters that lives through the ages, actually yeah. kind of like Batman. Well, so the, so the, the first Daniel Craig one, um, uh, whatever one, but that Casino one... Royale. Sorry? Casino Royale. Yeah, no, no. Maybe no, it was maybe it was the second one. It was the one where he re- retires. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where he retires or whatever. And and that was kind of Loganish. Where he was like, Oh, maybe he's too old. Maybe he's like, Oh, that's kinda interesting. Yeah. Okay, so there's something to there's something about the like character. He let's, a little bit. Yeah, let's have a bit of a character arc. <laughs> yeah. In like the thirtieth movie. <laughs> <laughs> right? And so that one I was like, Okay, that's cool. I oh I I, I sympathize with him. I feel bad for him and yeah, I'm like I'm kind of drawn into this movie, um, but that's about 20 minutes out of like 60 hours worth of Bond film. But okay, so <laughs> here's what the Bond films are supposed to be. So, like, does Homer Simpson have a character arc? Not really, right? Like he's just kind of Homer Simpson, and he's always Homer Simpson, right? Yeah, but Homer's funny. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Homer's funny, and he's funny, <laughs> like consistently funny. Right. James Bond, um, you know, I, I 
I'm a big like Anglophile, so I appreciate the like the way like what he means to England. You know what I mean? Okay. Like so he's he's like a national he's like a cinematic hero to them. He's like this he he embodies the things that British people are proud of. He's suave, he's smooth talking, he's um and he's badass and he you know and uh he's like that icon. When Daniel Craig came in, they made him a little bit more gritty, but mm-hmm. I think that's necessary. Like, if, if you had, like, a guy, like, adjusting his bow tie yeah, <laughs> every time yeah. you, like, kick the guys out, it just wouldn't work. Um, <laughs> I think they kept enough of his essence um, uh, with the Daniel Craig ones. Uh, I, I really think they do. I, I think they took out the stupid stuff. Uh-huh. Um, they took out the campy stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe we'll come back. Um, but I, th- I think they left enough to preserve his character. But to me, he's a British icon. Like, he's... Uh, to me, he's like the. It's just it's just good, stupid fun. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> it, but I mean, and maybe the difference is like to me, I'm not into the monarchy either. Right. I think the, <laughs> uh, if there's like an overrated, <laughs> like, <laughs> I think the whole like I, I have nothing. I have no connection to that. I don't hate them, but like if oh so and so married so and so, it's like oh cool. Yeah. So and so might be pregnant. Okay. Yeah, no, I'm with you there. <laughs> Doesn't affect me in any way. So, anyway, that's my uh, that's my James Bond slash Jason Bourne. Jason Bourne. I'm trying to remember his first name. Jason Bourne, number three. Okay. Your number two. Uh, okay, oh, we're gonna fight on this one because I know how strongly you feel about this. Um, Jaws. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so. But I embrace the opportunity to educate you yeah. on, on Jaws. <laughs> Dave just like cradled his head in his hands. <laughs> I think there's a Jenny's react, uh, Dave reacting to Jaws emoji somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, full disclosure, um, pretty much all the movies, except for one on my list, are they're on here because they've got such wide acclaim. Mm-hmm. And they got such wide acclaim because they're very, very, very good. I just can't get there. Okay. I so, just I can, can't. so I can respect that. Yeah. As long as you're not saying Jaws is like a horrible movie. No, it's. it's I'm saying Napoleon. I'm saying Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> it's a bad movie. <laughs> so if that's your Jaws, I, all right, then we can have a conversation. Right. Um, I think Jaws is um, is a. So I took a couple film classes at, in university as electives, and I really understand the significance. I understand the genius of filmmaking. I understand that it really changed um, what it was to be a blockbuster. Mm-hmm. It changed the landscape of uh, movie soundtracks. I get it, I get it, I get all that, mm-hmm. I really do. But like, this is considered to many people the best movie of all time, mm-hmm. like of all time. And there are just some things that I just can't, I don't get. Like, um, I think it's overly long, and that might be, that might be because it's dated. Oh, I don't. <laughs> I think that. Okay, so. Um, so when I think of a, a movie that's overly long, the immediate thing I, I do is I say, well, there was a, there was parts of the parts of the movie, or there was a section of the movie that you could have done without, and I got bored. And I don't, I don't know where in the movie you would say like this this piece of film wasn't good. Okay, I can tell you because I've watched Jaws three times. And I always fall asleep, including the time that we watched it together with the, with the team. I always fall asleep during the scene. It's it's the scene where they're all uh, in the you know what I'm talking about. They're all we're in we're the bottom of the ship. That is the it's one of the <laughs> best but scenes. Why they're just talking? For, I swear no, to God, okay. it's like 20 minutes. So, what makes that scene <laughs> is the the speech about the USS Indianapolis. Okay, and so there's there's a bit of a character arc happening there where like these people that were were bashing heads or whatever and like you know they're like starting to let their guard down and and they do it through comparing scars which is kind of an interesting mm-hmm. uh, tactic i can't find words today at all uh it's an interesting approach to that right and it's a, it's kind of a cool mechanism that's the word i was looking for it's a mechanism uh for this bonding and and you and you look at well i had this i had this i had this and you have this this kind of fun moment um and then you have this really dramatic monologue, which I think is one of the best monologues like I've ever seen in a movie, where he's talking about like there's oh what's that like what you you had a tattoo removed or whatever and he goes oh what was it mom and he says no that's not what it was and he and he talks about and it's a true story 
the USN in, USS Indianapolis is a true story, and it's it's a really dramatic and horrifying story. And if you had stayed awake, you're, look, you're, look, <laughs> I, I you're looking no at idea. me puzzled. What, what happened? <laughs> you're looking at me puzzled. By the when I finish telling you the story, you go, "Oh fuck, I get it." Uh, but I'll give you the Coles Notes version. But basically, the USS Indianapolis was was sent to deliver the Hiroshima bomb, the bomb, the Hiroshima bomb. <laughs> and uh, whose character is this? This is the uh, the captain. The the old guy. Yeah, the old guy. Okay. So uh, they they go, they deliver the bomb. And then they get torpedoed by a Japanese sub, and the, sh the boat sinks. And like I forgot what it's like, 300 people are floating in the water waiting to get rescued. But because it was such a top secret mission, true story, there was no distress signal sent. So you're floating in the water, no idea if any if anybody will ever find you. And then sharks start start picking off your boatmates one at a time. And they say like you know. We, we would huddle together, and, and when the sharks would come, we would kick at them and whatever. We'd, we'd, we'd form like a ball where we're all facing outwards, and they'd come and we'd kick at them. Sometimes they'd go away, sometimes they don't go away, and sometimes they come in and they, they bite the person. They grab the person next to you and kill them and take them underwater, and you're in that for days. I think they said they're floating there for two days, and uh, you know he talks about how he, he, he reached over – to somebody that was that was like floating on on like a piece of debris, and as he grabs them, he sort of pop he he bobs up and down and turns upside down like a carrot top, and he'd been bitten in half. Mm. And mm. and I'm not doing it justice because I'm just sort of recapping the story. I'm not an actor, but like it's a really compelling and it's the crazy thing is a true story, right? And then he talks about like you know someone happened to fly over and and see them. And, and sent for, for rescue, and he goes, that's the scariest part of the whole process. That whole experience was waiting for my, my time to get rescued, because it, while people are getting rescued, people are still getting killed by these sharks. And, uh, and then he ends it with, you know, so that, you know, 300 people went in the water, 175 came out of the water, sharks took the rest, July the 5th, 1945, or whatever it was. Um, but we delivered the bomb. And so at the end of all of that, he's a he's a he's in a, like a marine. He's in the navy, and at the end of it, his mentality is all that happened, but we completed our mission. Mm -hmm. And um, the, the 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 drama of that that maybe three minute monologue is so powerful when you when you uh, again when you consider that it's a, a true story. That it, I, like I said, for me, it's one of the best monologues in, like I've ever seen in a movie. So that was super compelling watching that. <laughs> I, I, I I'll, I'll try and watch that scene again. I'll try and stay awake. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. That's what I want. Like, that's what I want from this discussion. Like, um, I feel like I understand superficially all the reasons why Jaws is great. I feel some of the things. So, like, I feel like, wow, that's genius the way they did that. Oh, that's really edgy what they did there. I can't believe they did that. But like I want to feel like connected to these human beings. I, I never have. So for me, there's not to spend too much time on those. There's a couple of th there's a few really th things that stand out. One is that USS Indianapolis speech. I think is so amazing. There's another one. It's such a subtle little thing, and if you were a little bit less patient, you might cut it out of the movie. But it's it's actually it's a really charming moment. It's really cool character development, and that's when the the chief Brody, the 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 chief the the, the the dad mm -hmm. goes home and he's having dinner and he's stressing at the table and he kind of smushes his face and they re realizes his son's watching him and he smushes his face yeah. and they start he starts mirroring his dad and you have this little this really nice little tender moment at the end of it he goes he goes give us a kiss he goes why because I need it you know what I mean and and so there's so many of those little things that aren't part of the narrative they're not part of the plot moving forward but uh, for me, like I felt, it's good that Spielberg would, was patient enough to leave all those things in, mm -hmm. because you, it, for me, it makes you care about those characters a little more. Yeah, so you definitely care about the dad a lot. They do, they do a lot to go like the dad has a son. He has a lot of chemistry with his wife. Like yeah. they definitely do all that. Yeah. Um, 
I, I, I've never felt connected to the, the, the nerd boy or the or the captain. The Richard Dreyfus. Um, but yeah. I'll, I will give it another watch with another lens because just, just I'll watch YouTube it until I like that the, movie. <laughs> the USS Indianapolis scene. Okay. It's amazing. Okay. It's amazing. Anyway, okay. Uh, you I, wanted this to be a short, Emilio. It's yeah, <laughs> no, it's okay. I've okay. committed to that. Uh, you're number so two. So you're number two now. Oh, no, that was your number two, right? Okay, so my number two um, is the Harry Potter. And that whole series, and I know you're looking at me in, in disgust right now. Um, but yeah, I just, and again, I'm not saying it's a bad movie. Um, they do amazing world building. It's so creative. They create this entire universe and all of this stuff. It's so beloved, but it's like, it's boring. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> context i don't have the connection to the books that a lot of people do i was just gonna say that That, and so that might be part of it because there is something amazing about watching these books that you fell in love with come to life i don't have that yeah i was just gonna say so i'll level with you i am a harry potter fan i'm a huge harry potter fan i uh lined up for all the books i read them each as they came out i spent a lot of money on like just special editions all, all that stuff so I am. Uh, so have, like, I've read cloaks th- and things like that too. I, I don't have the toys. No. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> I uh, so I've read each book multiple times. I've seen the movies probably once. Yeah. So it's it just because. Um, so if I'm trying to understand where you're coming from, uh, that's a good way to do it okay. because as a huge Harry Potter fan, why am I watching these movies just once? For me, I don't. I don't give a fuck. I because I, I just I, I like the book so much better. They gave me um, so much more of a high than movies do. Um, uh, however, uh, I I don't I, I don't get that because I think that the journey that these kids go through is it's seven and a half hours of just like, you know, you really get to know these people and you really get to care about them and horrible things happen to them and at the end they have like a, you know, it's just satisfying when it all ends. But I can't relate to that from uh, from the point of view of someone who just saw the movies. Yeah, I can, but I, I can probably understand that. I can probably get in your head and get like, okay, if you just saw the movies, that's probably why. Yeah, that, that might be it. And and I don't know, like to me, and, and not that again, not that this is a bad thing, but it seemed uh, kind of childish, mm-hmm. right? Which is fine. It doesn't didn't really strike a chord with me. Even the and later movies? Um, I don't even see the last one. Oh, <laughs> the later movies get pretty dark. Like, and maybe, maybe, maybe I'll like the later ones. I don't know, but I just like I, I never had an interest in it because it was like, it was like a one of the Furious movies. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, there's another one. Uh, it's okay. <laughs> so, so why do you like Star Wars but not Harry Potter? And I know that's a it's a yeah, pretty yeah, yeah, stupid yeah, yeah, question, yeah. Um, but. In, in, in all fairness, I think uh, it has to do with when they came out. Uh, it has to do with how old you are, mm-hmm. I guess, when they come out. Uh, you know, st- I, I was introduced to Star Wars as a kid. Um, and it also has to do with the fact that there was nothing else like that at the time. It was so amazing looking compared to anything else you had seen, special effects-wise and mm-hmm. whatever. And, and it's, uh, it's basically like a, a swashbuckling like pirate movie. You know what I mean? It's fun. It's it's um, it's it's not overly complicated. Um, the characters are likable, mm-hmm. um, and and maybe like I, I like I look at Return of the Jedi, and I'm not a big fan of the Ewoks. I just felt like they they felt tacked on, like for kids or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like I just, you know, the characters were doing fine. I don't know why you put the Ewoks in there. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and so, and so that's why that's and that's I think that's why I like Star Wars. Uh, whereas Harry Potter came around, I was a little older, and and uh, it just I don't know, I never. I can see that. I can see that. I, I was the same. I am the same age as Harry Potter. Uh, when he was eleven, I was eleven. When okay. he was twelve, I was twelve. 
Uh, we we. Uh, Tom Hardy's in his late twenties now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I guess. Uh, no, but like. Um, you're right. It was a generational thing. Like yeah, when I was a kid, I thought I was Harry Potter. Cool. You know, uh, so I can I can see how uh, the ge- like being in a specific generation yeah. can uh, tie you closer to a specific movie. Yeah, it's a totally. <laughs> again, I'm certainly gonna, not going to say it's a bad movie. The special effects are amazing. The actors are made. The cast is amazing. Everything about it is really really good. It just, it just <laughs> didn't strike a chord with me. <laughs> All right. Um, All right. I can get on board with that. I understand that. It's yeah. hard for me, but uh, we'll still be friends. Okay. You're number one. Um, actually, before we drum oh. roll, can we have a quick, uh, like, two-minute discussion about Blade Runner? Uh, sure. Because I know that none of us, we, we didn't include on our, our, on our list. Yeah, I, I had a little side list of two obvious. Two, uh, okay. I had four movies on my two obvious. What are they? I had, uh, like, the entire Fast and the Furious franchise. Yeah. Because I don't think there's going to be argument. No, it's a great <laughs> it's a, no, no, no. <laughs> uh, I had Blade Runner, I had Twilight, and I had The Notebook. Sure. But The Notebook, for the same reason you like you had mentioned before, where it's just it's hard to watch. It's not a bad movie. It's just hard to watch. I don't, I don't want to experience that again. <laughs> torture. Uh, Blade Runner. Yeah. So uh, I, I just wanted to bring it up because I would have put it on my list if we hadn't talked about it. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Um, yeah, Blade Runner, and we both agree on this, is insanely overrated, insanely mm-hmm. overrated. However, update, I've kind of come around. Really? So on a- the first one? Kind of. So after seeing, <laughs> it's weird, after seeing 2049, um, I went back to watch the original Blade Runner, and I was like, wow, <laughs> this movie is beautiful like it it's, looks great it looks great it's just slow as fuck <laughs> yeah and you know what like you kind of you kind of uh start not caring about how shitty and slow it is <laughs> after a while just because visually it's so good yeah it's weird okay. it's super weird i um uh i do think that it's insanely overrated but i've come up like uh, i've come up a lot more on it okay like yeah, I, I, I have a bigger appreciation for it that's fair. Yeah. Okay. Um, maybe I'll put myself through the second one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Highly recommend the second one. And when All you right. do, we'll, we'll do a Blade Melio. Cool. All right. Okay. Uh, You're number one. Number one. So this is in no um, specific order, so it won't be like a big reveal or anything. But uh, my number one is Frozen. Mm. I don't get that. I actually... This is the one movie on my list where I'm like, that's a shit-ass movie. <laughs> like, all the other movies I, I kind of get. Actually, all the other movies I really get. Frozen, I don't understand. Um, I'm not a huge Frozen fan or anything, but it's, I don't think it's a bad movie. It's not a bad movie, but in, in spirit of it, like our overrated discussion, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. Is, it is the highest grossing Disney movie of all time. Um, because it like it sells merchandise like yeah. crazy like yeah. um, uh, you know all kids know uh, the lyrics to Frozen and I get it they're kids they're stupid <laughs> they, they, they haven't seen <laughs> The Lion King yet exactly um, yeah I know my niece and nephew don't like The Lion King or they don't when we're picking a movie they don't want to pick Lion King H- have they seen it oh, yeah and they're like it's okay what's, what's wrong, wrong with, with you, you? <laughs> it's an epic God, movie kids are so dumb um but uh yeah like i i don't think i need to go too far into this to i I think people i think anyone who's seen frozen will understand so i don't think the characters are all that memorable or interesting uh you know there was one big hit uh and everyone the the song you mean yeah but i think that so i think that carries the weight like that's what propelled the movie mm-hmm. the movie was fine but the song is catchy and like whatever and yeah but it's just the one song it's not I even know. it's not even the the the, the soundtrack no, like uh lion king like yeah anyone anyone our age can hum at least four songs in the lion king yeah. easily yeah um whereas like frozen just had the one song and uh, i was reading uh i was just reading bad reviews on uh, on frozen like to make it yourself feel better? Yeah. <laughs> makes me happy to read bad reviews. It, it does, bad yeah. Oh, it, me like, oh. it tickles me. Um, but somebody wrote, just buy the soundtrack. <laughs> 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 just buy the soundtrack. 
<laughs> just listen to the one song. Yeah. Like, that's, that's all you need. Um, but yeah, I, I just don't think it deserves to be uh, the highest grossing movie of all time. And, you know, I know that it's not indicative of the quality of the movie. Yeah. Like, yeah. Incredible Me, Incredible Me, Despicable, Despicable Me, Me yeah. makes huge money. Transformers makes huge money. But you always have to be careful when you look at those things because, yeah, you would always have to look at, uh, um, like, dollars uh, adjusted. Mm-hmm. Because movies used to cost like ten cents to get into, or whatever, right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. So, but like when Cinderella came out, or whatever, like, like movies—they were paying you to walk into a theater, right? <laughs> right. Uh, I have no idea what the movies were back then, but that's why you can't look at dollars. If you if you do like dollars adjusted for, and I'd be interested to see what what that looks like. Mm-hmm. Me too. Because even like Lion King, uh, like in '94, um, movies were probably like. Five bucks. 450 something like that yeah and now like movies are three times that yeah three four times that if you depending on what tickets you get yeah we um, went to uh we were almost gonna buy um vip tickets for star wars mm-hmm. it's 30 bucks yeah a ticket so it's yeah you you can't look at straight box office you have to look at it adjusted that's true and yeah. i'd be i'd be curious to see what that looks like and there's also the international factor like yeah. back then they you know people from china weren't watching citizen kane yeah so yeah. um so yeah no i so there's a lot of factors um but i still think that even all those considered it's insanely overrated that like that movie should belong with like i don't know like mulan 2 and, oh, <laughs> and straight like, to video Lilo and stitch <laughs> all right i'll buy that i i'm in agreement with that one all right good you're number one the number one is you're not going to be in agreement with i know what it is and it is the sweeping epic, the 18 or 36 hours or whatever it is, the Lord of the Rings trilogy. And, I, and I'll even staple, I haven't even seen them, but I, I'll staple like the Hobbit to those ones as well. Everyone will agree with that. Okay. The Hobbit is ass. Well, I, I don't know. I haven't seen them, but I, w- I would imagine I'm not going to like them any better than I did love them. <laughs> Lord of the Rings trilogy. Why? <laughs> Why? Okay, so again, I can appreciate... It is, it's, it's a epic, it's a beautiful movie, amazing special effects. Again, the cast is awesome. Everything, the film is so, all three of them are so well made. It's just lumbering, like slow, <laughs> slow. <laughs> like, it's like I feel like this Emilio has come to a screeching halt <laughs> right now. There's, and it's funny because there's some amazing action pieces in there yes and, and then the rest off. of the time they're just they're just walking it's okay so if <laughs> each one's three hours it's nine hours worth of lord of the rings and they spend about six and a half seven hours of them walking they're not walking they're walking they're building characters even so the, the trees are walking <laughs> <laughs> they're walking and they're talking and you're like oh that's what that guy is about like oh he died. Now I'm sad because I know all about him. You know. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? And, and so, and this might be an insult on to me. Uh, I find it difficult to get into something where, like, you have to remember weird names all the time. And people <laughs> like, say like, like fantasy names. Yeah. Like I struggled with Lord of, uh, Game of Thrones for a while. Oh yeah. Because for a while there was like all these names and they were all like, oh, that's the white guy with the beard. <laughs> it's like, oh, the white guy with the beard. <laughs> okay. Yes. That guy. Right. And so, you know, oh, Boozleboom. <laughs> Boozleboom was the, gr- the great <laughs> nephew of Blazobleak. And I'm, what the Who's that? I don't remember who that is. <laughs> Interesting. And so I struggled with Game of Thrones for a while until I, I really started to understand everything, and now I think it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, with Lord of the Rings, there's some of that where like people say names, and, and maybe I'm just disinterested <laughs> or whatever it is, but they'll say names, and I'm like, it's, yeah, it's one of them. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. One of them's an elf. <laughs> so uh, it's funny because okay, I I think you just uh, you just maybe have an epiphany. Every single person I know who doesn't like Harry Potter or Lord of the Rings, um, Game of Thrones is different. Yeah, Game of Thrones different. has a um, it's dark. Yeah, and it does have a, a, a 
it's like sexy and yeah. it's action packed. Like yeah. more more people will watch it. Yeah. Um, but and and in an hour because the hour has to be like a self-contained thing. Yes. There's gonna be an arc and 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 action and whatever and someone dies in this hour and like exactly whatever and so and, and they make it a lot more digestible. Yeah. It's not each yeah. each episode is not three hours long. Yeah. So I get it. So yeah, you just maybe have an epiphany because that's fantasy. Like yeah. Uh, even for Game of Thrones, like I've spent hours studying Game of Thrones. Like I've looked at, I pr- <laughs> I've printed <laughs> out like family trees and I've like read them on the subway and like and not memorize them but like remember you them. Understand them, yeah. And like, there's people that have actually gone and post- posted videos on YouTube that actually traces. This has like sh- little animations and it traces all these different like things that happened in history and whatever. Totally. And even with those, I'm like, oh, that's amazing. I don't remember who that is, but that's cool. And I, at some point when I watch it, and I'll see who they're talking about because I don't remember who's, who that is. Right. It's the white guy with the beard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that, that's so uh, – that really rang a bell because everyone I know who doesn't like fantasy yeah. has that issue. Like, they don't like remembering the, the mythos. Like, they don't like remembering the, uh, the context and the yeah. history because these – settings are so rich yeah that you kind of have to study yeah. before you and, watch and them and again i i will take blame for this i said <laughs> they're great movies it's not it's not that i'm saying they're they made a bad movie it's i haven't invested in it or i i haven't uh been drawn in enough to care enough to learn all of this stuff and understand what the meaning of everything and so if you're if I guess that's one of the things where like you're full ass or no ass. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. can't half ass. No, you're right. Fantasy. And, and that made me uh, a lot more like just now. I feel a lot more empathy for people who don't like fantasy anymore because like that's that's that kind of stupid. Investment. Like why do you have to study to to enjoy this? Because yeah. you really do. And yet stuff that I get into, like I've studied pulp fiction way more <laughs> than you should ever study yes. a movie like that. But it's not a prerequisite now yeah, that you think about true. it. That's true. You that's studied true. it after the fact. Yeah. Like in order to truly understand Lord of the Rings and Harry Potter and Game of Thrones really, yeah. You need to honestly like open a textbook and study and like that's stupid now that I think about <laughs> it. Like, it's not stupid, it's just not it's not for everybody. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's kind of stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to crush your <laughs> No, I, I no, I get it. But it, you're right, it's stupid. Like what? why is the pre-work? I didn't mean to make you feel stupid about your your taste in films. No, I don't. I don't. I just I now I understand how ridiculous yeah, yeah. that is. Like fair enough. So okay, okay, so okay I, I, I'm with right. you. I, I'm with we you. actually landed on a resolution. <laughs> uh, any final thoughts? Um, yeah. So uh, I I go through life uh, a lot, um, being very critical of movies, uh-huh. um, and because and we had a discussion about this when we were all hanging out after it. Um, but I want every movie to be the best movie ever. Yeah. And if it's not the best movie ever and it's it's uh it's got a huge reputation, I think it's overrated. So I wanna go through life with uh just kind of like a more relaxed lens. Uh I don't wanna go like, oh that movie had two minutes of bad exposition, it therefore angers it's, me. Yeah, <laughs> therefore it's like I'm trying to be more like that. So um I think that instead of going like, Oh, that's overrated, I'm gonna be like, Explain that to me, please. I want that's to a good understand. Way, that's a good way of looking at it. That's <laughs> a good way of looking at it. And, uh, like, I'm – I I've learned I'm sympathetic uh, – or how would I say this? I am forgiving of a, if a, for a filmmaker if I'm interested enough. So mm-hmm. if you've done a, a good enough job, I will forgive something I don't like in a film because um, it, it doesn't – completely make me dislike the movie yeah and uh and when <laughs> it's funny because <laughs> as soon as you said that like i'm forgiving i'm like yeah you're way too forgiving <laughs> and i'm like wait no stop new mindset <laughs> stop <it. laughs> that's a fantastic moment <laughs> no that's a that's a that's beautiful a way fantastic moment and and so i think at some point we should have emilio on um dawn of justice <laughs> because there's stuff about that film I just felt like so lazy or so stupid or so hokey, but they did some really cool things in that that a lot of people didn't notice. That I'm like, I don't hate this movie because you 
because I saw what, uh, even if you didn't quite accomplish what you're doing, I like what you tried to do there. I thought there was some really cool stuff, and I'm talking about the all the the religious undertones and imagery and stuff that I mm-hmm. thought was like, I've always felt was the Superman story, and we'll have a much deeper conversation about this one day. Okay. Um, but I was excited to say, holy shit, yeah, they're treating him like Jesus. <laughs> he's Jesus. That's who he is. Yeah. Yeah, and so he so dies for your sins and blah blah blah. Yeah, he's yeah, like yeah, yeah. Down yeah. from heaven. Right, right. Anyway, and um, so like I could watch a movie like that and say I, I like all of this enough that I can forgive some of the other stuff, and you know be what, because it strikes a chord. If it doesn't strike a chord, then it's eighteen hours of walking. <laughs> oh man okay you have no credibility (laughs) donna justice if donna justice strikes any chord with you it struck more of a chord than lord of the Rings. oh okay we gotta stop (laughs) thank you very much goodbye (laughs) 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 (